Network, the online source of Granite State Broadcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's time for the Sports Blast. <laughs> Ashish Sharma. All you have here is a solid foundation of young talent. All you have to go out and do is get the big bopper. Everyone in this room is now dumber. May God have mercy on your soul. I am going to smack you so hard. I will smack it's your face happen. off of your face. Ryan Roach. You can get on base, you can walk, you can hit, and he can steal back. That's the key. They missed that element last year in the leadoff position. Sports. Dave Pollard. is facing more outrageous scoring chances. In a weird way, the defense sucking as much as it has. He's becoming more adept at making bigger saves. He's absolutely right. And Mark Lazell. You have a great coach of Brad Stevens. You want him to stick around. Around. You want him to have confidence in this team. Here's the key part. You start winning games that matter. Down the stretch, you have to win these games. There are playoff implications on the line. The Sports Blast. What the hell are you doing? Only on ESPN New Hampshire. This is awesome. This is awesome. Oh, no, 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 that doesn't no, work. No, 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 don't ruin it. No. And ESPNNHradio.com. Game on! Game on! What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Sports Blast. You're on ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. I'm Ashish Sharma with Brian Roach, David Pollard, and Mark Lazell. We're back, boys. It has been a while. The boys are back in town. I forget how to do this. I was just going to say, like, I needed to reintroduce myself to yeah, everyone. Yeah, it's been, what, like three weeks now since uh, the Sports Blast has had a live program on Four Saturday? Weeks. Four weeks. Yeah. My goodness. It's been a while. This is our first show in November, and November's almost over. Yeah. <laughs> you would think it would have given us plenty of time to like plan out what we were going to discuss today, but honestly, the, it, it's like too much. We wanted to go over and review the last yeah. four weeks, but then it's like, that's not really pertinent, relevant information that we want to get out to our listeners. No. Nah. Because you know, they already know. And, and then we kind of got stuck in the middle of like, well, what should we really talk about? Because there was a lot that happened. Should we go over it and give people our takes? Do people care about our opinions? They don't, Dave. I don't think so. Don't. So like, we're, we're going to do like a blend of both. But at the same time, I think uh, we we should probably be scrutinized a little bit for our preparation for today's show. No, no I just kind of <laughs> looked at the t- I looked at the topic sheet and I was just like I just saw Patriots. Oh, it's, like, it's, like, it's right. so vague. We got like, Patriots. Yeah, we got winter sports, you know, they're sort of into full swing. I think uh, the plan is basically we are agenda free today for yeah. the most part and we're going to Sort of wing it. Agenda-free Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so, so Call we... in if, if you want to discuss something other than... Uh, you know, Red pa- Patriots, like no Red Celtics, Sox. Bruins. That's pretty much what we're going to hit on yeah. today. That's what's relevant right now. It's a buffet style. Yeah. You can exactly. go whenever you, you want. You can a have whatever you want today. A little bit of gravy, gran- cranberry sauce. Yeah, Ugh, and it was a, honestly... It, it's yeah, a tough week to have to come back and do a show because we want it to be well-prepped, but of course... There's, we were well there's Thanksgiving, yeah. there's, you know, you, you go out the night before Thanksgiving, You're hung and there's over. Black Friday yesterday, yep. all this nonsense that starts happening right around Thanksgiving time. It keeps people so busy. We have Cyber Monday work. coming up. That is coming up. I gotta see, Cyber Monday is what I generally go for because yep. of all the nonsense that can happen on Black Friday. Yeah, people die. Well, Andy, Pe- people did die. People died this year on Black Friday. But this Dave, is just yesterday. You can also get like, like the Fidel same Castro. deals. Fidel Castro. Was Fidel Castro Black Friday, Black Friday I don't know. Yeah. 
He, he probably made, went shopping and then got shot at a Walmart or something. Probably went to a Walmart on Black Friday. It's like the number one. Are there any, are there event, any Walmarts in Cuba? Friday. No. Well, who knows? I don't, I don't <laughs> believe so. We can find out personally but, now that we can actually travel there. But you can get the same deals as if you were to order on Cyber Monday, uh, right? Right, so right, exactly. You can even order the Black Friday deals yeah. online. I mean, what's the point of, I, well, I guess, I mean, the no, tradition? No, 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 there's some, there might there's be some more in-stores in that you store can deals, buy. Exactly. You know, like there's, there's probably more products out there in stores. I haven't done the Black Friday thing because... Because of Cyber Monday in like two years. Because nice. I, I don't want to be sitting in line there, you know, and it really is. It's just a bleep show it everywhere is. you go on Black Friday. Uh, right from midnight, too. The stores that open at midnight, they, they get people standing outside in line for like hours and hours before midnight. You got people like standing in line for Black Friday shopping when the store is open the day before. Well, they so, like, the store's open, you can shop, but the Black Friday sales haven't started, and you'll see stores create a separate line yeah, a, for Black Friday shoppers. There's a family, I, I think it was in New Hampshire, um, they camp out every year. They camp out the Monday before Black Friday. That's crazy. Stay there. For, like, four days leading yes. up to it? Yes. Just I to be insane. the first one to get in there and get a deal. But if you don't shop quick, someone else is going to get in line in front of you anyway. Right, and there's a Best Buy near my house, and there's like five trailers every single year just parked outside. Oh, gosh. I'm like, go camping somewhere else. <laughs> there's a bunch of campgrounds Some people around. get a little too into it. Oh, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, there were, uh, there were definitely people who got too into it this year. Uh, we just, uh, out of curiosity, kind of looked up, you know, violence on Black Friday because it's a day that's notorious for violence when, you know, it's and it's kind of ironic because you see all these, like, happy commercials like, you can buy <laughs> 500 T-shirts for $5 from Old Navy, everybody. Come shop at Old Navy on Black Friday, and don't bring your weapons because you don't. Don't bring your weapons. No matter what, I don't think they say that. Uh, well, they should add <laughs> that te- caveat. They should, they should now they have to. Okay. That should be implied. Now, yesterday uh, in Nevada, there was a 33-year-old man who was shot dead in a Walmart parking lot in Reno. Over what? It was reportedly the result of two shoppers fighting over a parking space. Jeepest. So See, you're, that's why you're you trying gotta... to park close to the store. Well, there's other people that are going to take, uh, you know, they're not going to take too kindly to that. That's why you buy a smart car and park it where the shopping carts go. I've, yeah. I've seen a picture. <laughs> I saw, I've seen a couple pictures of that. No, and that, uh, Yeah, except then you're going to have your car all keyed up because the shoppers try to get to their shopping carts and they can't get it out because you've parked your smart car in front of the shopping cart. But Dave, what happens in Vegas? Stays in Vegas. Absolutely. So. Uh, yeah, that's right. But what happens in Except New Jersey? Except the hockey game. Maybe doesn't stay okay. in New Jersey because there was another shooting in New Jersey last night at a Macy's parking lot. That happened around one o'clock. The store was open from seven to midnight the night before. Oh boy, they had to shut down. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, everyone. Macy's opened their doors back up for Black Friday bargains at seven a.m. that same day. Nice. So uh, you know, despite hours? the tragic loss time. of life at Macy's yeah. that day, no they reopen their doors yep. so that they can. You know, make their big money on Black Friday. It's go, an important go all thing out, for everyone. Go all out. Use your coupons. Use your knives. Use your guns. Go for it. <laughs> ah, the <laughs> holidays. Oh. It's the holidays. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, we're being it's, too it's, cynical. It's nobody. Being, it's, <laughs> no, but it, is, it is. It is a little funny though that this this kind of stuff happens like hours after people sit around dinner and talk about how thankful they are to have what they already have. Sure. Yeah. And then hours later, they're trampling each other. Well, you got the good and the oh, evil. It's insane. You got the good and the oh, evil. There, there really is. There's good and bad that comes from from the holidays for sure. I mean, we were talking too about you know potentially uh, getting into political arguments with your no. family on Thanksgiving. Thankfully. 
there was uh, there was none of that this year with my family because we had to institute a rule that there was no talking politics on Thanksgiving this year. And everyone thankfully obeyed that rule because undoubtedly, if any if any of the conversation started, it would have went down the rabbit hole and it would have been ugly because my family is one of those families that sort of split, very opinionated torn torn down the middle between like being some Trump supporters yep. and some Hillary supporters. Obviously, Trump won, mm-hmm. so the Trump supporters are all high and mighty right now. In my yep. family, Hillary supporters, not so much. Down the dumps. Thankfully, everyone sort of came together and agreed. We can't discuss this; it will tear us apart, just like it has the country. So let's just ignore that and uh, have some turkey, you know? (laughs) And and that was basically the same as mine. I mean, we kind of agreed upon that just because, you know, we didn't want to talk about that side of the story um, when we really had turkey to eat and be thankful for what we had instead of, you know, being bashful and saying, you know, Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that, Hillary Clinton this, Hillary Clinton that, you know, it's not worth it. Yeah, it was sort of, it was, it was nice to sort of, you know, sit back and just enjoy family time. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to, uh, you know, it's been, it's been turbulent times in this country. Exactly. It's been limited. It's been it really limited. has been. So if you've got stuff to be thankful for, I hope that you uh, celebrated Thanksgiving the right way and, and that you were with people that you love and care about. And uh, I hope that if you did partake in Black Friday shopping yesterday, you were that you actually got out there and, uh, and managed to buy gifts for the people that you love and care about and had a good, safe time uh, Black Friday shopping. If you didn't, Cyber Monday is coming up and you can kind of sit at home and... Do your shopping there and still get great deals. But wait for that internet to be slowed down. Oh, yeah. Anyway, if you want to go on eBay or like Amazon on Monday. Good luck. I I hope their servers are uh, working double time because there's going to be a lot of people trying to shop. So so it's almost like there's lines even for Cyber Monday. Yeah. The shopping is slowed down even then. Well, and you want to sign up for Amazon Prime because you get that uh, free shipping. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the shipping is in question, too, by the yeah, way. I is. used to work at uh, UPS. I worked there one Christmas. Uh, I do one remember Christmas. that. I do remember that. And, yeah. and let me tell you, uh, package delivering companies at Christmas, uh, if, they, if they're not like in good shape at a certain factory, you know, if they don't have enough holiday workers, there's a reason for Christmas it. Christmas presents don't get delivered. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, the one Christmas that I worked at UPS, uh, I came in uh, Christmas Eve to start uh, filling up the truck full of Christmas gifts for people. It was the last day to really get them delivered. And by the end of the day, because we had four people on a belt that needed si- 16 trucks to be filled, Jeez. we had 12 people not show up for work just because, you know, it, they, it's not the greatest uh, employee pool there that they decided to hire for the holidays at UPS. Yep. These presents were stacked up outside the truck, and the truck driver came back with, like, half of these. So on the 26th, when we come back, there's there's hundreds of gifts. Christmas gifts delivered that were not all around delivered. the world. So, so we ruined Christmas for a bunch of people. <laughs> well, Make sure you get your shopping done. So you, right? the UPS is basically Grinch? A little bit. A um, little bit. It's also just, it's too much. It's yeah. too much to physically be delivered yeah. on Christmas. So, you know, make sure you get your shopping done early. Make sure you get it done safely so you can safely enjoy the holidays with your loved ones. Okay. I love how, like, the first 
14 minutes of the show has been basically just talking about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and how to celebrate the holidays safely. Because, safely! Because we really have nothing to talk about sports-wise. I mean, like, the last week and a half has been so dry, so bland. I mean, yeah, the Patriots were out in Santa Clara, and they beat the Niners. But really, is there much to talk about right now? I mean, like, they're playing the Jets this Sunday. There's not even a, a good matchup to discuss today on the show. I yeah. mean, it might not seem like a good matchup, but don't you think it's yeah, a actually, perfect sort of game for the Patriots to lose? Actually, and have you know all what? I just thought about that. Sitting here concerned as all hell next week about the state of this team. Actually, you're right, because uh, Rob Gronkowski's questionable for Sunday. Tom Brady is questionable. Martel, Martellus Bennett has uh, is an ankle injury. Chris mm-hmm. Hogan might not play. They're so a little banged up. Uh, they have Edelman. Jabal Sheard. Uh, Jabal Sheard, he's in question. Uh, he sat down last week. Obviously, uh, Alan Branch is not going to play because he was caught smoking a reefer. And uh, <laughs> No, he's still um, fighting. Uh, he's um, appealing. Uh, he's appealed. Oh, so he can play during the, uh, the, the appeal. appeal process. Yeah. Okay. Yes, okay. Three different times he failed. Yeah, he's yes. going to lose that appeal, but he'll play in the meantime. Yes, he failed the drug test three on three separate occasions, which, uh, I mean, you can sort of debate whether or not you you like the rule about substance abuse when it pertains to marijuana in the league. You can say, hey, three hey strikes, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't even test for this. But the fact is, it's a rule. They test you for it. And if you get caught the first time, it, it, it's like we talked about with Josh Gordon over the past couple of years. One of the better athletes in the league yep. just can't lay down the pipe and go make millions of dollars. Le'Veon Bell, Martavius Bryant, same thing. But when it like comes, Eric Blunt, yeah, and uh, well, he he was able to put it down. But. The thing about uh, NFL owners is they want medical marijuana to be a part of it. So if somebody has a concussion, they can get relieve the pain by smoking the marijuana, mm-hmm. and it's proven to do that. But the thing is, Roger Goodell just doesn't want to pass it because if that's the case, then you kind of have um, what was it, participational marijuana. Sure, um, exactly. It's almost like if you institute that, well, then you can't really test the rest of the league for recreational marijuana. Recreational. Uh, you know, if, you, if you're going to allow some players to use it for pain relief, then you have to sort of allow for all players to use it even recreationally because then how can you test? Uh, you can't. How can you test and say, well, you needed it for pain well, and another player maybe just did it for fun? You know, you- Actually, you could you could regulate it. As long as you have the injury report in front of you to know which players have concussions, which players have leg injuries. Sure, because sure, but yeah, it, you can almost take it for any type of pain relief. You right, know? And, it's, and it's, it could be back pain even. You know, and a lot of these players end up taking like opioids or, or other type of opiates. Uh, pain. Uh, opioids, opiates, yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure you thing. can use either word, yeah. uh, and maybe we'll find that out later. But semantics, Brian, <laughs> anyway. What uh, else is new? Uh, well, so opiates, if you use them, they're more addictive substances. And a lot of these players that take opiates throughout the course of their career in the NFL end up being addicted to those same right. uh, medications after the fact. And marijuana is not an addictive substance that can be used uh, for pain relief. So it seems to me like the NFL just has the rule wrong. But the fact is that it's a rule that's in place. So if you're a guy like Branch, who gets caught three times, it, it's Branch your fault. Branch smoking some of the tree. Totally on branch. Yeah. Totally on branch. <laughs> All right? That's that's his fault. He's going to lose the appeal. He's going to miss four games. Again, that suspension's ridiculous. You can get the same amount of time uh, missed playing football for, for hitting your wife. And now we know for other substance abuse, 
such as uh, taking PEDs or deflating footballs. <laughs> so, yeah. and, and not to not to steer the conversation back to politics, but you look at more and more states legalizing marijuana. Obviously, Massachusetts is one of them. California is another one. There's mm-hmm. another in another in and another it, like five six years. Like we might, you know, who knows? It might be legal everywhere. Well, you know? yeah, so, but the right. NFL yeah, it sure is its seems own. Like an so I know, I know the, N- exactly. the NFL is its own entity. But at what rules. point? Yes, but at some point, maybe Roger Goodell will say, you know what? Screw it. No, it's, he will it's, never. It's legal to, now. To Might maybe well. join with, uh, you know, the the progression that this country is heading in, you know, to, to go into the future as opposed to trying to remain in the past. I don't know if that's what the NFL is capable of. Well, Dave, it's not even that. It's because they will lose a lot of money. You know, when, when these players get suspended, the money goes back into Goodell's pockets. Or if the player gets fined, the money goes into Goodell's pockets. Yeah, so but, he's good going players, to yeah, but good that. players getting suspended and missing games is also bad for the league. Yeah, oh, Josh and, Gordon and not playing. Josh Gordon not playing has to be something that the league doesn't uh, want to undergo. He's a, he's a guy that, when he's out there, is a spectacle to watch. He's a big-time fantasy player. You would think that the NFL doesn't want those sort of guys to be missing two full seasons because they can't stop smoking weed. I don't. You know? th- I don't think they care. I, I don't. I don't know if they do. Either way, the NFL has never really been on the forefront of being a uh, progressive professional sports league. So we'll see what happens there over the next couple of years. Six zero three eight eight three nine nine zero zero. As you know, we have been off for the last uh, what was it, Brian? Four weeks? Three weeks? I can't even remember. We were off three weeks, so it's been four weeks. It's been four weeks since we were last here. So when we come back, we are going to review everything that has happened in the world of sports since we were last here. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, celebrating 10 years as Manchester's sports station. The money-saving tip. Coming at you with another money-making tip. How to save money effectively. Tired of overpaying for stuff? Then head to ESPNNHradio.com and check out the ESPN New Hampshire deals page. You can save up to 50% on deals from all your favorite local businesses and restaurants. Why pay full price when gift cards and gift certificates are only a few clicks away? So start saving now by going to ESPNNHradio.com and checking out the new ESPN New Hampshire deals page. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata, and I will never forget meeting Alyssa, who suffered from hyperacusis. Alyssa virtually lived in her dark bedroom, and when I spoke with her, I had to do so in a gentle whisper. What is hyperacusis? Well, imagine being at a movie where the soundtrack is turned way, way up. After five minutes, you just have to leave holding your ears. Things like turning newspaper pages, running water, your child placing dishes on the table, all are intolerable to someone like Alyssa. Hyperacusis is a strange condition, but even people who suffer from serious migraines experience it. Now, you may not know someone like Alyssa, but her story underscores that all of us are being constantly bombarded with noise. So, friend... Take the earplugs out and turn down the volume. And when you have a chance, visit disabilitycampaign.org to learn more about hyperacusis and other disabilities. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Sometimes people make assumptions about what someone with a disability can or cannot do. For 15-year-old Katrin, who has cerebral palsy, her disability leaves her unable to speak or move. But Katrin can see and hear. So, it's a little awkward when people are standing around her and talking about her. But instead of Katrin and her family brushing others off, they attached a sign to her wheelchair that says, Hi, I'm Katrin. I hear and understand everything you say, but I cannot speak. 
I can answer questions using yes or no, so please ask me if I need my communication board. Thanks for talking with me. <laughs> By showing people how to communicate with her, Katrin is helping change attitudes and is building relationships. When it comes to connecting with someone who has a disability, it just takes a little communication and a little understanding. Physical fitness and physical activity is a family affair. Exercise is a family and enjoy the many indoor and outdoor venues New Hampshire has to offer you. Whether it's skating, skiing, the gym, or a good hike, a family that stays fit together experiences a healthy lifestyle together. This message is brought to you by NAFERD, New Hampshire Association for Health, Physical Education, Recreation, and Dance. Committed professionals working for you and a healthier New Hampshire. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Bruins fell to old friend Dougie Hamilton and the Calgary Flames 2-1 last night at TD Garden. It's the third straight loss for the black and gold. The team remains winless without Tuka Rask in net. David Pasternak scored the Bruins' lone goal in his return to the ice from injury, his 12th of the year. Next, the Bruins will take on the Lightning when they visit the Garden on Sunday. The Celtics saw their modest three-game win streak come to an end. Thanks to a 109-103 loss to the San Antonio Spurs last night, Kawhi Leonard with a game-high 25 points. The Spurs also scored 56 points off the bench to the Greens' 30. Boston now 9-7 on the year. The Seas will travel to Miami to take on the Heat on Monday. Patriots listed eight players as questionable for Sunday's game against the New York Jets, including quarterback Tom Brady, who's been nursing a knee injury since Week 10. Tight ends Rob Gronkowski and Martellus Bennett were also listed as questionable after both were limited participants in practice on Friday. Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan, and Cyrus Jones round out the list of questionable players. Matthew Slater has been ruled out. Kickoff from MetLife Stadium tomorrow is at 425. This Sports Center update is brought to you by The Joint Chiropractic. For affordable and convenient chiropractic care, visit thejoint.com. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. Can I ask why you're playing this, Ryan? Like, for, what, what's up with this? For fun. Just for fun? We're just going to play some classical music right yeah, now? It feels Mozart? appropriate. You know, we're going a little trip down memory lane here, right? Yes, Wolfgang Mozart. All right, so here's what we're going to do. All right? As I said when we went to our last break, a lot of crap has happened since we were last on the air. Yeah. So I'm assuming we this is the bed that we're going to use. We have to talk about it, you know? And, and I don't know if we're necessarily going to delve deep into all of this, but no, we're basically no. just going to go we might bullet by bullet, some. and we're going to review everything that has happened over the last three weeks, yeah. four weeks, well, and to some Mozart for some we reason. Should, we <laughs> should give a little bit of a take here, you know, because we didn't get a chance to, so selfishly, we, quick we want to be able to quick give takes. some of the takes <laughs> on some <laughs> of the stuff takes. that has happened here. Okay, Dave, so this was your idea to review everything, so why don't you start us off and uh, let's go down the list here. What did we miss? Well, and, and this may not even qualify as the most shocking thing, depending on uh, your, your perspective they on the lost last that couple game. of years, but... Guys, the uh, the Chicago Cubs, Chicago Cubs, everyone. Cubbies win the World Series after 108 years of frustration. They have finally broken through and claimed a World Series title. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, you like it. Yeah. You were I, happy for them. You were, you No, know, Mark, Mark's full of crap. He was rooting for Cleveland. No, I wasn't rooting for Cleveland, but... 
Um, no, I, I'm happy for the Cubs. I mean, you get rid of that drought. Um, yeah, right? You know what's funny? I, I actually was watching the game, too, and it started raining. Uh -huh. So I was like, oh, the sky has opened. So yep. the, the, oh, that rain the drought delay, has that ended was, for That was the greatest teams. rain delay in the history of the game. Seriously. That absolutely swung the momentum in favor of the yeah. Cubs. Because at the time, Cleveland was what? And the curse is broken, baby. <laughs> go oh Cubs go. Go Cubs go again. Yeah. Right. Bill well, Murray. I, like... See, the thing is, like, the Cubs, I can't focus now. The <laughs> Cubs had lost the momentum after Rajay Davis hit that home run in the absolutely. eighth inning. So absolutely. that rain delay absolutely helped them win. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> did you guys Did you guys watch Saturday Night Live? Oh, yes, no, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and David they came Ross out and, and yeah. sang this yeah. song, and it was uh, cringeworthy. Anthony Rizzo was, Saturday yes. Night Live. David Ross was bad, was. too. Oh, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Easily could have come. They could have made it somewhat comedic. I thought. Yeah. I thought they'd do something a little different. Instead, Boring. it's just Bill Murray, David Ross, Anthony Rizzo, and Fowler out there singing this song, like the exact lyrics. Yeah, should have at least changed it up. Well, they did it, change uh, it. They said the Cubs won the World Series today. Oh right, so they changed that one little lyric, which uh, you know, Cubbies fans are uh, rejoicing over this. And yeah, uh, hey, we don't have the best songs that celebrate our teams here either. All right, no. Dirty Water yeah, might be one of the worst songs of all time and yet, go Cubs go. and yet we sing it here after every win for every sports team in this, in the, in this region it's ridiculous uh but so yeah guys uh that that happened yeah uh then uh shortly after that uh we we do have donald trump elected as the next president of the United States, that happened while we were gone. So a, I'm surprised uh, he's hired so many people because usually it just says you're fired. But uh, right, yeah, exactly. See, That's what I love about he's this. He's turning over a new leaf, everybody. He's yeah. now hiring people yeah. instead of just firing people. And now I, he's trying to bring Apple over to America. Yeah, and uh, avoid China <laughs> having control. And Dave, I know you love Bill Burr, the comedian. He he said the best thing. He was just like, guys, the star of a reality show is going to be running our country for the next four yes, years. Yes, yes. And, uh, and anyone who doesn't want a White House version of The Apprentice. <laughs> You're crazy. Uh, where, will, where Donald will it be Trump, a celebrity White House apprentice? And we can apprentice? do that, too. I, I really want to see stars. Because screw it. Because right. screw it. I, I mean, we can do anything at this point. So yeah, let's okay. just bring yeah. in any celebrity that's ever wanted to, you know, make Kanye West. vital policy. Well, well no, he's Kanye running. Kanye can get in he's on it. He's running in four years. He, you know? he wants to. Anyone who's ever wanted to just sort of go into politics and start instituting policy, vital decisions being made. Mark Cuban. Uh, we, need, we need celebrities to come on to the show that I'm sure NBC will. Kim Kardashian. Uh, inevitably make and it will be uh, a, ce a celebrity apprentice type TV show where Donald Trump is hiring his cabinet I love that members. Idea. I love that idea. It would be ratings Harris gold, Harrison, everyone. Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford? Yeah, hell yeah. Get Have Clint Eastwood in. in there. Yeah. You know, all these, all these uh, Hollywood... Uh, Right wingers and liberals, Hugh they, can, they can all join in. Have, get half in there. <laughs> they can all join in and start just instituting. Stay hey, I, I got a new, I got a new Playboy Stamos. Mansion. It's at, uh, <laughs> it's on Pennsylvania Ave now, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, so that happened uh, as well. Uh, little Patriots news: Jamie Collins. Of course, traded to the Cleveland Browns for so a compensatory third round of next year's I draft. I got to be honest with you. I was no more one upset. saw this coming. I, I was more upset that we didn't have a show that week than the trade itself because Still, I wanted to talk about real, it. For yeah. real. For real. Like that, I remember coming over to you at work saying, wow, what a week to not be able to have a show because I think it was the same week that the Cubs won the World Series. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, and we're Jamie Collins week. got traded. And we're, like, we're sitting there like, oh, my God. 
God, like we, we don't even have a show to be able to discuss this. But now yeah. I think it's evident that uh, Dante Hightower and Malcolm Butler are going to get signed in the offseason. No, that's not even clear. Still. I don't know what is evident anymore. They want to sign Martellus Bennett. That's what they said. Here's what I'll say about Jamie Collins. They said that's a priority. Here's what I'll say about Jamie Collins. There was a lot going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. That's the only reason they would. Well, they started to cut his playing time and whatnot. Well, let's let's be honest. He was having a bad year. Okay, up to his like, given his ability and given what he's able to do. Given his standards, he was not having a good well, year. Well, he also yeah. wasn't playing but, as much as he did last year. Uh, and, and it doesn't mean, though, that you go ahead and get rid of a guy like that. For He's still nothing. one of the most talented players on your roster. Yeah, but Dave, given that he was looking for Von Miller money, given that he can't play more than 12 games a year. So don't pay him after the year's over. Right. He's, uh, he's still... Same uh, with Chandler I, Jones. This is what it boils down to. Right now, the team is worse because they don't have Jamie Collins. The team's worse because they don't have Chandler Jones. The team's defense is... They don't have a pass rush. I don't know where they get the pass rush from if it's not Dante Hightower, and you're telling me that his play doesn't suffer by not having another guy like Jamie Collins on the field? But, Dave, here's the aftermath. You're talking about the uh, contract negotiations. They don't go over well, right? Sure. So Jamie Collins isn't happy with the Patriots. Uh Why would he want to try for the Patriots if he knows he's going to be gone by well, the he's end trying of the year. for he's trying for money. He's trying for a contract from any team. Well, he's going to get it regardless. He's he's in a contract year though. I mean, yeah. so so generally, players in contract seasons are going out there to to try to perform like gangbusters so that they get the big payday. Whether that's from the Patriots or from any other team in the league, you would think that this is the year that you're going to get the most out of a guy like Jamie Collins or Chandler Jones or Hightower for that matter. You should have been able to get the most out of all three of them. Now we're down to one of those guys, and there's I just don't think there's anyone who can say that the team is better talent-wise now than they were a couple weeks ago when they had Jamie Collins on the roster. Yeah. What it boils down to for me is Bill Belichick believes that the team can win a Super Bowl without, without him. him. So, And that's all there is to it for me is yep. Belichick doesn't do this if he doesn't think they can win without Collins. I, I think it's kind of pathetic. might not be as easy, but... But I think it was kind of pathetic what they got in return. I mean, they could have got a little more... Um, but I, I I do like Belichick because he he said you know what if you want to get traded I'm gonna send you off to the worst team in the NFL sure. worst well, team in the NFL he is also now the best defensive player on that team what a slap in the Abs- face absolutely that is. and you know well, what? Joe Hayden Joe Hayden I don't always good, yeah. get on you know like it, it's it's not I don't think that it's a good thing that Collins is not on the team anymore but I do appreciate Belichick being a coach. Unlike any other coach in this league who's willing to look at a player, even despite his talent level, and say, if you're not going to join the rest of this team in doing what we do, if yep. you don't want to listen to the game plan, if you don't want to work hard and be committed, yep. then you're out of here. Exactly. I, I do appreciate his ability to go ahead and do that, but I, I don't know. We're going to have to see how it plays out and at what cost. He's sending a message to the rest of the defense, and as we've said so many times on this show, he's done it before with Laurie Malloy, Richard Seymour, well, the Louis rest McGinnis, of the team. Ty Law. Well, he's done it just got to hope that message doesn't cost him a Super Bowl it, ring. It, it, it didn't look like it um, fired up the team anyway. The next week against Seattle, uh, they lost that game. They end up losing to the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, yeah. and another good game with the Seahawks. That was yeah. a good game. Those games are always great. They Patriots had, had it first and goal at the one, oh, and they were was, afraid. To it was give just it like back. Super Bowl Forty Nine. Yeah, yeah, run the they ball. Were, but they were afraid. Run the ball. They were afraid to give it back. They, they didn't want to run the football. They yeah. they did run it. They run it the first. They ran time. it yeah. once. Blunt missed his hole basically. Yeah, yeah it was and a then, wide open space. And then Tom Brady did a QB sneak and, and fumbled and fumbled the football when when in reality I guess that the first attempt at a QB sneak was 
was only to uh, take time off the clock. Yep, yeah. that's exactly what What kind it was. of decision is that? That tells you that they don't trust their defense to make a stop with 40 seconds left. Oh God, it is, reminds me of fourth and two. Is Steven uh, Gaskowski on the Patriots uh, in 2017? Yes. Yes. Because yeah. yes. you know what? It, he sucks. He everyone's he missing has been PATs. terrible, but I was just about to say, if you look around the league, 12 missed PATs who, last Sunday. Who else Sunday. are you going to hire? But it does look like the contract that he received is way too much money. He looks yeah. pedestrian like every other kicker Well, hold in the on. League. He makes clutch kicks, though. That says who? That uh, says. I haven't seen him make no. one clutch click. AFC <laughs> Championship game, he missed an extra point. What's that's considered that's... a clutch kick right now for him? He hasn't had to make a clutch kick all year. This year, no. But last, uh, last year against the Giants? Well, last year game? he didn't suck as much as he does this year. So we'll see when yeah. he gets to a, a point. A, a, if the Patriots are down two in the AFC title game and they're on the 30, how many of you are going to be holding your breath and about to choke on whatever uh, chicken wings you're mowing down he, he can when Goskowski comes out there for a 48-yard field be goal in my, a title game? I'll be holding my breath so that he misses it. No That's one will feel good about that kick. Yeah, I will. No one. I will. I will. Oh, Jeez. All right, Rick Porcello won the AL Cy Young Award, guys. Uh, Kate Upton didn't like that. Well, that's no. because she's the only one allowed to pork her husband. Yeah, so. exactly. I thought I, was the only, <laughs> I thought I was the only one allowed to bleep Justin Verlander was an exact tweet. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, so uh, do you guys approve of this? Did you? Are you surprised absolutely that Rick no. Porcello won? I'm no. not surprised at all. Look, Justin Verlander absolutely should have been. Uh, I, I think two writers left him off their ballots completely, yes. which, is which I thought was unbelievable. Well, two about, Tampa Bay uh, reporters, by the way. So let's. Let's talk yeah. about the voting process, because Porcello received zero uh, first-place votes. No, he didn't. He received two. Two, and then the rest were second or place, three. I think. Okay, so he received very few first place, less than well, Verlander. Yeah, the way it's done. Right? Yeah, the way it's done in baseball is basically it's weighted. It's, it's weighted based on how much you yeah. get first place, right. second place, third mm-hmm. place, and yeah, up I to think, fifth place. I think Rick Porcello winning absolutely should have happened. But he you had a the crack. fact that he won over twenty games for yeah. the first time in a Red Sox uniform. Uh, they, this is the first time that they've had a twenty-game winner since Josh Beckett in '07. Right. But he, so, I he mean, had a fantastic. Year. He got a crap ton of um, second place votes. So, I mean, right. when he, he gets, was up there in the voting. Yeah, he was. And I don't have so much of a problem with it. Uh, no. I, I think he's a less traditional Cy Young Award winner, definitely. But uh, I also thought it was kind of funny that uh, three uh, at least former or current Detroit Tigers pitchers finished in the top five in Cy Young Award voting this year with Max Scherzer, Rick Porcello, Ma- and Justin Verlander. Right. Uh, Max, Max Scherzer. Max, I'm sorry. Yep. I, I misspoke. Top uh, two. Mookie Betts lost the AL MVP to Mike Trout. What do we think a of that? Shame, makes a sense. shame. That's an abomination. Bri- uh, Brian, I know is is just like it's the best play. He's the best player in the big leagues. Brian, that's what it boils down the to. Angels for you. finished. Work. Did they finish last in the AL West? Work. Yes, but imagine how bad they'd be without him. That's not the point. I thought the MVP always goes to the best player on a team that no, made the playoffs. That's not how MVP. Works. That's why didn't uh, Jacoby Ellsbury win it in 2011? Because the Red Sox missed the playoffs that year. And that's why Verlander Justin won. Verlander it. was filthy. Yeah, but if Justin Verlander, or excuse me, if Jacoby Ellsbury was on a team that made the playoffs, he would have absolutely he finished in second behind a pitcher. No. Nope. Well, here's how the thing about Mookie win Betts. MVP? Here's the thing about Mookie Betts. You take him off the roster, it's not like they, you know, the Red Sox really miss a lot. Yep. Because they, they have. They do miss some. They but miss they some, but not significant. Exactly. I, I kind of agree. I think that David Ortiz getting votes for MVP uh, probably didn't help Mookie Betts in winning the AL MVP this year. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Tom Brady was in a uh, Foot Locker commercial, guys. You, you guys catch that? Yeah, yeah it was so hilarious. What'd you think? It was funny. I thought it was great. I thought it was hilarious. It was funny. 
It was, I it was, it was a shot. Is it me or is his acting getting better over the years? I, I was going to say, you know what? In terms of Tom Brady commercials and anytime That's Tom funny. Brady's I'm trying funny. to be funny, this was probably his, his best performance so far. Yeah, it was. I, I think his like um, undersized humor kind of catches everyone off guard because Just a little bit. you don't. He seems like a pretty boy. Yes, you know? but you don't see it coming. Right. And that was but a you don't shot. Think he can be funny because he looks too good. But the that thing was is, a was shot he, and a half <laughs> at Goodell. But the thing is, was he even acting though? No, and that's that's why, that's why that, it was good. Look, that's why he was he was funny in this because yeah. it was heartfelt. He actually felt. What he was saying. It was the truth. <laughs> Absolutely. So put Tom Brady out there and have him speak honestly. And you know what? You can see his personality shine through a little bit. When usually it's just like, look at that jaw. And, I can't take anything he says seriously. And Goodell can't handle the truth. No. So. Goodell cannot handle the truth. No. Nope. Guys, uh, LeBron and Phil Jackson have had a disagreement over how to use the word posse and, and, and what it means Yeah, uh, out there. And let, now, posse, for me, I've never thought it was anything other than a synonym for entourage, a group of people yep. that hang yep. out together. Exactly. Yep. Uh, I didn't know that there were any type of racial ties to it, but apparently Phil Jackson and LeBron feel differently. Uh, so that happened as well. Uh, you know, I don't understand why we live in a society where people get so sensitive about things get and get so up in easily the Offended. Yeah. I mean, like, LeBron, just get over yourself, dude. I mean, I know that Phil Jackson might have tried to take a dig at you, but stop trying. Like, why is this a national story? I couldn't believe that this made national headlines. Is this really that big a deal? No. Maybe I'm no, missing no, something. Maybe, I'll honestly, tell you maybe why. I'll tell something. you why. So two names. Phil Jackson and LeBron James. Mm -hmm. If it was anybody else. No one would care. No one would give a crap. Right. And, and you know what? Some things that are said by famous people turn out to be racist. Yep. This is not one of those things. Phil Jackson th is I think not racist. Not, not everything that, uh, that ends up being a feud uh, like this turns out to be racist no. you know unless you're Stephen A and you <laughs> want to make it about race exactly exactly and I, I think this was made about race for no reason whatsoever I, I'm pretty sure that anyone out there in society can use the word posse how they please yeah. all right uh Jared Goff everyone the Jared Goff era has begun yeah. in LA you look great uh, a lot of excitement out there in Los Angeles for this <laughs> yeah I was in LA uh, earlier last week actually and uh, they were very excited I was like why yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be used as like the <laughs> most game manager. Yeah, let's see what this there. kid does. It's like, yeah, all right, Jared Goff. It's like you're, you're still the Rams, guys. Like, yeah. relax. Yeah, it is. Why, still why the don't LA you use a 500 team? They have Get to use. They, they have Mike to use. Fisher just became the losing coach Fisher. in the league, didn't he? Uh, Jeff Fisher. I'm missing names. No, that's okay. Todd, it's, all right. it's it's been a little while, Dave. Guys, Todd <laughs> Gurley. Todd Gurley is arguably a top five running back in the league. Not this year, but he's. Because they, oh, don't, they all, don't show it. They all also you have don't to, have an offensive line. All you have to do is key in on, on Todd Gurley you as well if you're a defense. That's all yeah. you have to do because what else can the Rams That's do That's what Miami offense? did. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, Jay Cutler came back. <laughs> And then wasn't there anymore, all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading this. Jake Cutler <laughs> returns from injury and then gets hurt again. He returned from an injury that, uh, that kept him out uh, early in the season and got hurt immediately. What, guys, Nothing should, new. should he even be a quarterback no, in this league? No. Come on. The Bears should drop him. <laughs> Jake Cutler. Oh, Jake Cutler. Now, now I'm like losing track of what I'll, we're talking about. <laughs> I'll, I'll take Jimmy Clausen over Jake Cutler any day of the week. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. He, uh, Jake Cutler just uh, really needs to take a seat from this game. I, I think if you look at his face over the years, like if you did a still image of Jay Cutler's face year to year since he entered the league, he's gotten more and more pouty and miserable each and every year, and now he can't even stay on the field for no. a full season. 
this guy's pretty much done for. Some team will give him a ridiculous deal, but he sucks. You, you, you <laughs> he you just sucks. Dave, you know what I love about this? There's a category out there that is just like a subpar quarterback that always gets injured. But is but a laugh- still get paid. That get paid. <laughs> our laughing stocks of the NFL. Yeah. Jay Collar. Yep. Sam Bradford. Yes. Tony Romo. Definitely. <laughs> Especially this year. And, I, I mean, there's other ones out there, but that's by far the list. That I Matthew Stafford used to be that way. Yeah. He's actually overcoming that a little bit. But he's, he was in that category, too, of, like, the laughing stock quarterbacks of the NFL. Absolutely. And we can add that to the list. Tony Romo returns from injury, doesn't get his job back, guys. And, and Tom Rowe. Ryan Tannehill's not on the list. Right. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill got his money a while ago, so he can't make that list. But he could be on that list if he got injured a little bit more often. Yes, he could. Uh, Tony Romo, though, not uh, not getting his job back, uh, loses it to rookie Dak Prescott. You're hearing uh, whispers of, this guy is the next Tom Brady down there in Dallas. What oh, do you guys no. think? Is there a potential Cowboys-Patriots Super Bowl matchup? Oh, I think Cowboys Seattle. absolutely have a shot to be in the Super Bowl. This I like year. Seattle, Although, too. Here's, yeah, I, I, I got to say, that offensive line in Dallas, though, they can that they can play with the best of them. A couple yeah. of weeks ago, I said that this team isn't battle-tested. They'll go up against a team like Seattle that has been there in the playoffs. They've been to back-to-back Super Bowls before. They know what they're doing. Um, but, hey, the way the Cowboys have been playing this year, they, yeah, they could, look like they world could, beaters they right the now. They could run the table. Well, they a lot of people it. are saying that you could just put an average running back behind that offensive line, but you can't have a running back that's going to run for close to 2,000 yards. Right. And it's Zeke Elliott is going to be a running back that is going to be a stud for years and, to come. And very quickly, the final item on the list is if it wasn't enough to have all of the stuff we just mentioned happen while we were gone. Very uh, At the very last minute, last night, Fidel Castro died at the age of 90, everybody. Wow. And so that is all the crap that we missed while we were off the air. We picked a great time to a, have a sabbatical, didn't we? That was a pile of crap. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was, that was a, a whole lot. bunch I, of I, crap I feel like happened. the show just got a colonoscopy. And everything <laughs> that came out. Well, that was everything, and, uh, and now that we've gotten that all off our chests, we can move forward, and uh, for the rest of the show, we'll talk a little Patriots, Celtics, and Bruins, everyone. 603-883-9900. I'm just glad that we can turn off this god-awful music and just go to break. We'll be right back here on the Sports Blast ESPN New Hampshire. Don't go anywhere. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's local ESPN. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Counting down the kickoff for high noon at the Horseshoe, where LeBron and the Cavs will be on hand watching number two Ohio State hosting number three Michigan. If the Wolverines win, they are in the Big Ten championship game for the first time ever. And for the Buckeyes, they need a win and a loss for Penn State later on against Michigan State. That's a 3.30 Eastern start in Happy Valley, which is the same time they will start the Iron Bowl. Top-ranked Alabama hosting number three. Auburn. Number 12, USC will take on Notre Dame with the Trojans hoping that Utah can knock off number 9, Colorado. If the Buffs win, they win the Pac-12 South. If the Buffs lose, USC will take on Washington. In college hoops coming up at high noon, number 6, Duke at home for Appalachian State. NBA, the Knicks will complete the home-and-home with the Hornets. I'm Jeff Biggs, NBC Sports Radio. Chemical-resistant gloves, coveralls, earplugs, Granger. Dust masks, portable eyewash stations, hard hats, Granger. Anti-fog safety glasses, fall protection harnesses, face shields, Granger. Respirators, welding jackets, pipe repair systems, Granger, Granger, Granger. Protection blankets, steel toe boots, caution signs, Granger. 
They've got over 100,000 safety products. When you think safety, think Granger. When it comes to safety, Granger's got your back. Call, click safety.granger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Electricity. Hey, it's me, Electricity. So I'll keep this short. <laughs> get it? Never mind. Anyway, I just want to make sure you're not, like, still mad at me about that electrical fire in your kitchen. I mean, obviously you're not, but I'm just checking to make sure. It's no big deal if you are. It's not like you're asking me to pay for the damage. <laughs> Right? Electricity won't pay for an electrical fire. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit Geico.com. Outdoor Almanac, brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal. You don't have to be a history major to know that a lot has changed since 1865. Just look out your back door. As author Jack Noon explained in the January-February edition of Wildlife Journal in an article titled 150 Years Conserving New Hampshire's Wildlife. In 1865, the legislature authorized the governor to appoint two commissioners on fisheries who quickly set to work introducing landlocked salmon and smallmouth bass to the state and attempting to restore the salmon and shad runs. A few years after that, the fish commissioners were charged with wildlife responsibilities as well. Hunting licenses were introduced for non-residents in 1903. In 1917, fishing licenses became available. In that 150 years, there have been many fish and game success stories and some that didn't quite make the cut. But because of those efforts that started in 1865, seeing deer, moose, Bear, eagles, and turkeys is not the uncommon occurrence it once was. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Bruins lost to Dougie Hamilton in the Flames last night. 2-1 to one at TD Garden. It's the third straight loss for the Black and Gold. The team remains winless without Tuka Rask in net. David Pasternak scored the Bruins' lone goal in his return to the ice from injury. His 12th of the year. Next for the Bruins, they'll take on the Lightning when they visit the Garden on Sunday. The Celtics saw their modest three-game win streak come to an end last night thanks to a 109-103 loss to the San Antonio Spurs. Kawhi Leonard with a game-high 25 points. The Spurs also scored 56 points off the bench to the Greens 30. Boston now 9-7 on the year. The Seas will travel to Miami to take on the Heat on Monday. The Patriots listed eight players as questionable for Sunday's game against the New York Jets, including quarterback Tom Brady who's been nursing a knee injury since week 10. Tight ends Rob Gronkowski and Martellus Bennett were also listed as questionable after both were limited in practice on Friday. Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan, and Cyrus Jones round out the list of questionable players. Matthew Slater has been ruled out. Kickoff from MetLife Stadium tomorrow is at 425. This Sports Center update is brought to you by Joyce Cooling and Heating. Comfort systems for your home and office. Visit JoyceCool.com. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. All right, back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. Your call number is 603-883-9900. The text line is 845-827-1250. Uh, we're going to get into the Patriots in this segment, but before we do, I believe we have uh, Tom Rowe on line one. What's going on, Tom? What's going on, boys? How, How you doing? Been? How you doing? Been good, Tom. How are you? What's up, Tom? I'm, I'm good. I'm buried in two liters working for Coke right now, and I really hate humanity right now, but I'm good. I'm good. Nice. Well, that's good. Do you have a leftover turkey sandwich at least at your disposal? Uh, 
no, I left it for her, the fiance. I had myself a steak and cheese. Oh, what a guy! Uh, nice. See, that's a that's a true gentleman right there. See, I would I would still eat the turkey sandwich. But. Yeah, true, true gentleman, but I got to deal with rude customers all day today. But anyway, um, I don't know which one of you it was, guys. You know I love you, Steph. But oh, by the way, before I get to my point, everybody should just start calling Brian Mrs. Trout now because of this infatuation for Mike Trout. Mike, uh, Mike Trout is the best player fat. you'll ever see in baseball. I don't care if he's the best player. He wasn't the most valuable player in 2016, Brian. I don't care. I don't care. You got to be on a playoff team. You don't have to be on a playoff team to win the MVP. You should at least be close. You should. If you don't make the playoffs, you should be automatically disqualified from the MVP award. Because it's it's most exactly. Would the Red Sox have been a playoff team without Mookie Betts? Who cares? He was on the playoff team. team, Because look what happened to them once they got into the postseason. They crapped their pants. Every bat they they got from Mookie Betts helped them get into that position to win the AL East. You can't sit there and talk about, oh, well, it doesn't mean anything about the playoffs all you want. It does because it's about the most valuable player that brings the most production to your team and getting into the postseason, which is why you play the game. You play to win the game is my (laughs) favorite outspoken coach. Or you play to put up numbers like Mike Trout does. Tom, Brian has (laughs) – Tom, Brian's been eating too much fish lately, so that's why he's all about the Clearly. trout. He's it's loving that trout. It's good for your skin, but bad for common sense in Brian's case. It's anyway. actually really good for your brain to eat a lot of he's fish. He's going to get mercury poisoning soon anyway. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, right? anyway, I completely disagree with what I think it was a sheet that said that Belichick, Uh-oh. the trade with Jamie Collins, that Belichick is making this trade and he's selling his defense in the sense that I believe we can still win the Super Bowl without this guy. Completely disagree with you. I never said that, Tom. No, no, Tom. That was Dave. Tom. So that was me. And what I'm saying is that the only the only reason that uh, Belichick gets rid of Collins is that he himself believes they can win a Super Bowl without him. That's the only way he actually gets rid of the guy. Yeah. No. No, I, I completely disagree. This is a classic example of Bill flexing his ego and proving once again, okay, you're going to disrespect me. Whatever was going on in in locker room, in-house, whatever was going on, we're never going to be told because that's how the Patriots operate. You can get as frustrated as I am about it, but you got to just accept it at this point. They're never going to change that philosophy of, you know, telling the public exactly what goes on between closed doors. Sure. But whatever happened between him and Colin, Belichick, that is, it was to the disrespectful degree where Bill felt the need, okay, well, you're going to do this to me. I'm not only going to prove to you that you don't do this to me, but I'm going to show the rest of the guys that you don't get away with this crap. And he sent him off to Cleveland. I'm sorry. There's no – you cannot justify or explain to me to make sense that the trade was made and they're like, oh, we could still win the Super Bowl. No, the Super Bowl, the season had nothing to do with it. We've never seen Belichick go around trading guys like that. Yeah, if you want to bring up Lawyer Malloy, Richard Seymour – Logan Mankins, those trades were either made in the beginning or at the end of the season or during the offseason. They were never made in the middle of the season. Logan Mankins, the best Logan Mankins happened right before the season started. Right, but that was in the beginning of the season, was what I'm saying. Beginning, before, or during the offseason. Not in the middle of the season when you have the best record in the NFL, the best scoring offense in football. It's a, a distraction. Defense. It's a distraction. If it's a distraction, then you cut his time. You can't tell me the Patriots are better without that talent. On the field. No, now, no way, Tom. They're, yeah. they're, and they're no not way. better. They're not better. I don't. I don't think I've I've talked to a single person about this that can legitimately rationalize why it happened and actually go ahead and and say that the team is better off without Collins. But there are still plenty of people out there that say you can win despite not having him. It's not going to be as easy. And what Belichick has always said, and he's said it about this about this trade as well, is that they're doing what's best for the team. So I, I'm just trying to basically 
put out there that Bill still thinks he can win a Super Bowl without Collins. Yeah, because he better he better hope so because this would be another blown opportunity where I put on his list of oh absolutely failures. man and, and that, I mean, I'm sorry as much as everybody I'll, I'll leave it with this guys because I know you got a show to do and I actually got to get to my last store of the day but real quick I know people talk about oh years like oh six two thousand eleven you know some of the years where they didn't have a great defense whatsoever and they had mediocre players surrounding Brady some of those were his best years because he gone on to win twelve the plus game. It made it to the divisional round of the AFC Championship game. I'm sorry. I consider those years more failures than successes because if you had just value talent, that's the problem here with Bill. If the underlying factor in this whole decision is that Bill does not value talent as he should, I believe. Because if he has, the Patriots, we'd be talking the Patriots having seven rings, guys, not four, seven. 06 and 2011 blow my mind because, again, he went for value over talent, and yes, they made it far despite that limitation, and I praise him for it, but I also criticize him because, well, what if you kept Tyler? What if you kept David Givens at Deion Branch in 2006? What if you built more of a defense in the pass rushing team at the or even just built a secondary with some decent talent in 2011? You would have gotten over the hump and beaten the Bears and the Giants in the Super Bowl. I firmly believe that because they were that one-two player away. He better hope to God that 2016 does not become a 2000. 2006 or 2011. Love you, boys. Well, Have a good one. All right, Tom. Get back Have to your steak one. and cheese, uh, man. The one yeah. thing that Tom said that I disagree with is that in 2006, uh, that uh, you know, like it was Bills doing that they screwed up in the 2006 AFC Championship game and didn't win the Super Bowl. I mean, because he went for value over talent. Go back to that game. They were up 21 to six at the half. Yeah, the defense yeah. blew that game. It, yeah, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm not putting that one on Bill Belichick. Look, there's plenty of missed opportunities over the years, you know. And, and again, it's it's sort of a product of us being a spoiled fan base as well. We have four rings over the past 16, and it's, you know we could have had seven. It, that's that's asking a lot. I get that, but there have been missed opportunities. Absolutely, I don't think that you can look at 2011 as one of those years either because they had a perfect season and then lost to the Giants. I I, I mean that's a game. It's one game. It could have went seven. E- could have went either way. 2007, what did I say? 2011. 2011. <laughs> <It's> been, <laughs> they also lost. It has been too long. Been it long has been time. too long since we've been Guys. on the air. But uh, I just want to quickly say to Tom, yes, there have been missed opportunities. Yes, there is the potential for this to be one of them as well. I'm just going to give it the chance to let it play out because we're going to be sitting here if they don't win the Super Bowl, and we're absolutely going to be looking at the Jamie Collins trade as one of the reasons if they don't. But I saw this coming, and I'll tell you the reason why is because – you know, Bill Belichick and, um, you know, uh, the owner there. Um, Kraft. Kraft. <laughs> no, I, I I don't follow the Patriots as much, guys. But Kraft and Belichick, they never push the envelope, right? They never push the envelope. Not in terms of the talent they acquire, yeah, yes. So if he's asking Von Miller money, he's not going to give it up. Because if he if he gave it up to Jamie Collins, but he didn't give it up to Darrell Revis, hmm. then, I mean, what, what are we talking about here? Because he didn't give money to Vince Wilfork. He, you know, a pride of, of his, prize of his. Um, you know, he didn't give money to Darrell Reeves. He didn't give money to Jim Collins. He's not going to give money to either Malcolm Butler or Dante Hightower. He's going to have to make a trade. All right, wrapping up our number one here on the Sports Blast. We'll be back with more Pat stuff after this. Don't go anywhere.